I was there at TD Garden for the game and saw when one of the best goals of my life in hockey. And the, the girl's name is Jenna Harrison. She deked out a can defender, um, made a move with her stick, switching hands, and then sniped a top shelf goal. It was, it was unbelievable. I was, t- I was in the rafters there, and I could see everything. It was, it was great. This is Castle's Corner. Welcome to Castle's Corner. I am not Caitlin. I am not Caitlin Kelleher. No, I am Caitlin Kelleher. I am not Tommy Castle. We are here this week to do our second fall sports roundup. With the fall season nearly complete, with only two Super Bowls for our local area left for Sunday. Um, and Saturday. A, Saturday. The Super Bowl is on Saturday, not on Sunday. We're on the NFL. <laughs> it would be so much easier if we were. Um, so two football games left to play on Saturday. It's hard to believe we're really getting ready for the winter season. So I'm here with regular host Tommy, who's already interjected. That's what I'm here for. It is. And it's also why I'm walking off a little bit of talking points here. And we're going to wrap up uh, the Metro West and the Milford area's kind of fall highlights and look ahead to the winter season. So what have we got up first? Well, we're going to, yeah, like you said, we're going to rewind real quick uh, the fall sports season. So uh, the first state championship, we had a couple of them that we had was in golf. They finished first before anyone else because the leaves are falling, the snow is coming out, it's getting too cold to play golf. Um, The Hopton golf team uh, actually won its second straight uh, state title. Uh, The victory actually marks the first time since PGA Tour players Keegan Bradley and John Curran uh, won back-to-back titles for Hoppington in 2003-2004. Junior Matt Epstein, who has uh, been on this podcast before with Hoppington coach Dick Bliss, was named the Tri-Valley League MVP, and he led the Hillers for second straight year. Uh, But Kaylin, I can't help but take some credit for Matt Epstein's state title uh, as well as Hopkinton's. I actually played. It's them. really good not to have <laughs> jinx them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't jinx them. I actually helped them. I think I actually played a match, and I put that in air quotes. Match uh, that wasn't even close with Matt Epstein earlier in the summer. Um, so I did a story on him. Eighteen holes, kind of his quirks and and mannerisms on the golf course. And you and just I, had an excuse to get out on the golf. Oh course. my god, yeah, free golf for me. I even got a couple of, uh, Snickers candy bar and a water uh, from Mr. Epstein. So Larry, thank you very much for the hospitality. But uh, it was a good warm-up for them, I think, in the fall. And Maddie, if you're listening to this, I officially challenge you to a golf match um, next summer. Now, speaking... He just wants the excuse to get <laughs> I on want, the court. I want it one more time, okay? It was a nice place. Now, speaking of golf, I actually went to uh, Florida for a mini vacation recently uh, where I visited my, my dad and stepmom in Sarasota, and I actually played in a member guest tournament. And Caitlin, we, my father and I, we finished first in our flight. Now, do you know what a flight is? It has to be some type of group. Yeah, very good. It's, uh, it's like I'm, a, I'm, I'm not a complete idiot. <laughs> so there, there, no are eight, there are eight flights, kind of like a division or a league that you're in. Um, it's kind of like the AFC East, the Patriots. They win their AFC East, they go on, they move on. So we won the AFC East, let's just say. Um, but Did you get to move on? Yeah, we moved on. So, How'd you do? So basically, it's a eight-group uh, shootout. Of four holes, each hole, two groups lose, two groups lose until that last hole, two groups. We made it to the second hole. We three-putted on the second hole. And it's alternate shot. So he hit the drive. I hit a putt a little too short and didn't give him an, uh, a good Ooh. tap. And he just missed it. And we made bogey and lost. So anyway, I got invited back for next year. That's all that matters. But um, Very nice. Moving, uh, moving on to more winners this fall, other than the Hopkins uh, Golf, was the Natick Girls cross-country team. They won an all-state uh, championship thanks to the legs of sister uh, Grace and Kate Conley, uh, who both finished in the top three at the all-state country meet. Now, Grace... 
She's a two-time defending female Daily News athlete of the year. She's been on this podcast multiple times. Uh, she's making a good case to go out a run for a third straight uh, female athlete of the year honor. Um, and her sister is just right behind her, and she's two years younger. And Lenny Maglielo did a nice story on her recently. Uh, so the Connellys are really making a good case for Natick running for not only cross country but the upcoming seasons in the winter and the spring. And it sounds like this is going to help Natick be strong for another. Couple of years. Couple of years because Grace is a graduating senior. Grace, this yeah, year, Grace is right? senior now. Yep, Grace is senior. She's going to University of Stanford on a, a scholarship for running. And her sister, I believe, is a sophomore. So we got a couple more years of Conley's, which is a, a good thing for us. Right. Um, and a good thing for Natick High. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to uh, soccer away from cross country, the Wayland Boys soccer team uh, won a Division three state title for a third time in five years. Uh, their goalkeeper and a couple of players came on this podcast. Um, and their goalkeeper, Nick Smith, uh, made the game-winning save and penalty kick. So basically it was tied. Uh, then Whalen scores one. And so all he had to do was make one last save, and he makes a save right on the goal line. It was, it was exciting. I was right there. I had a nice video of it that I had to uh, attach to this podcast. Um, another soccer team that won a state championship was the Millis Girls soccer team. It was the second uh, straight title for, for Millis and the Mohawks. And they seem to just have dynasties growing, popping up left and right. The, the football team won back-to-back. Now the girls won back-to-back. It's uh, a good time to be a Millis as well for, for yeah. athletics. Um, so you had mentioned the Super Bowls that are on Saturday, Saturday. and not Sunday. Uh, and we have two teams, like you said, in the Metro West and Milford area. I can even name them. Nipmuc and Flexone Valley Tech. Yeah, good for you, Nipmuc. <laughs> a lot of people say Nipmunch or uh, Nimpuck. Uh, you should have seen Nipmuc actually lost to Whalen in the Boys Soccer State Championship. And the MIA announcer was oh, calling no. them Nipmunk. Nipmunk. <laughs> so it was... Uh, it was kind of awkward to be there when they lost and their kids yep. are crying and then they can't even get their name right. But anyway, um, hopefully they get their name right at Gillette Stadium where the two teams will play. Ironically enough, Nipmuc and Blackstone Valley Tech same the same street where their address is for their, their, their high schools. They're on Pleasant Street in Upton. And they will probably not share the same bus when they go to uh, Gillette Stadium on, on December 1st. But they're both playing in Super Bowls. One for Division 5, uh, that's Nipmuc, and then Division 7 for Blackstone Valley Tech. Interesting stories, uh, storylines behind both teams. Uh, Blackstone Valley Tech, I'm just calling BVT because that's what they, they're known by. They're on a revenge tour. They came on Pat Castle Corner Podcast a couple weeks ago, and they're talking about Rocky 2. Now, these kids are 17, 18 years old. They don't know anything about Rocky 1, let alone Rocky you know, 5 or whatever. Um, they're using Rocky 2 as their slogan, kind of a comeback revenge tour. Um, nobody gave them a chance last season when they were in the Super Bowl, a tech school in the Super Bowl. They played a big school like Mashpee. They almost won. So this year... I, uh, many people are considering it, including yours truly, uh, a chance for a BVT uh, Blackstone Valley Tech win when they play St. Mary's of Lynn. And then as for Nipmuc, they're kind of taking on that underdog role. They're playing a team that one of our local teams in Holliston lost to in the playoffs in Situate. Um, they lost by uh, Holliston gave up 50 points, which they hadn't done all year, to this really powerful Situate team in uh, the Division Five playoffs. So Nipmuc's going to have to pull out some tricks and pull some stops in order to uh, beat Situate on Saturday. Saturday. And that's, uh, that's all I got really for the fall season. So uh, are you ready for the winter? No. Let's, let's stick with fall. <laughs> or we can just jump right to spring. I'll skip winter. Uh, I know I live in New England, but that was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, same here. I, anywhere, anytime I can golf, I'll be a happy guy. Um, but I'm probably... Is that, is that my allotted golf talk time? That is your allotted golf okay. talk time. <laughs> All right, moving on to the upcoming fall season or winter season. I'll do fall again. Let's do winter season this time. I think we should take a break. Okay, that's a good idea too. Considering I'm the one who has to put the commercial breaks into the show, that's a probably a pretty good idea. We'll be right back on Castle's Corner.
Back on Castle's Corner, I'm Caitlin Kelleher, the Director of Multimedia for the Milford Daily News and the Metro West Daily News. I am taking over the host chair for Tommy Castle, who is sitting in our guest chair. Um, So last winter, we were doing these episodes, and we had... um, we're in our first season of the podcast, so who's kind of who are we looking towards this year? Some familiar teams, I think. If people can rewind all the way back, or even listen to our our uh, wrap up a year ago, but uh, how, how time kind of flies with these things in high school sports. But uh, you do have a pretty good memory. I feel like you kind of remember some of these podcasts and, nip, uh, and tidbits of uh, of some people coming in. So you might recognize I, some of these names. I do. It's the, when people like a lot of these people are really interesting, and so we it's fun to listen to the the people tell the stories. Right. And I hopefully just don't stumble and mumble upon myself to let them tell the good stories. But last uh, last year, I was the sports editor still of the Wellesley Townsman, the Times. Now Adam Nazaro is the uh, new sports editor for those, uh, those two publications, as well as here at the Daily News. He's helping out on staff. But I got to cover the Wellesley girls soccer team, um, soccer, hockey team. <laughs> Different. We apparently want to still be in fall. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not as cold. Um, so the girls' hockey team from Wellesley won a Division II state title. Uh, they beat Canton, and I was there at TD Garden for the game and saw when one of the best goals of my life in hockey. And the, the girl's name is Jenna Harrison. She deked out a Canton defender, um, made a move with her stick, switching hands, and then sniped a top-shelf goal. It was, it was unbelievable. I was, I was in the rafters there, and I could see everything. It was, it was great. Um, the good thing about Wellesley is this year... Um, although Harrison and a bunch of other good players like Phoebe Lawrence graduated, the Raiders return a lot of firepower on both offense and defense. So, and they also return their goaltender in Liddy Schultz. So that's never a bad thing. But I guess I did a little bit of a, a review and a look ahead there. I think you uh, did. <laughs> so let's look back. You also used a lot of um, actual hockey terms, which proves why you're the sports writer. <laughs> okay, good. I confused you there. No. Okay. Yes. Top shelf. Um, I have a lot of hockey friends, so hopefully they appreciate some of those, that terminology. But we had um, looking back to last year, we had some really good wrestlers. Do you want to go with some wrestling? Let's terms? go to wrestling. Uh, yeah, ringworm. Um, I remember these guys coming <laughs> in talking to us, um, or to you. One of the, you know, one of the best ringworm cases last year was uh, Whalen's uh, Russian bull. They kind of call him. Uh, Ramazan Atazayev. I think I got that last name right. Um, Atazayev. Uh, he came in with actually a Lincoln Sudbury wrestler named um, a little bit easier, Andrew Marshall. And they both actually did the podcast together. Rival schools doing a podcast together and rivaling sports. But uh, it was kind of cool. So the Russian and uh, Ramazan won an all-state title at 132 pounds. While the multi-sport star in Marshall, not from Russia, but just from a little far away in Dorchester, uh, won at 220 pounds. Um, so they're both graduated, but they both had great years and are, I think, still wrestling at collegiate level. Uh, Marshall might be doing rugby. Anyway, going to boys swimming, uh, former multi-time uh, Daily News all-star Sean Devlin. He's graduated, but he helped the, whaler, uh, the Whalers. So it's Wayland Warriors, the Whalers. The Whalers. Um, when, uh, that's an old hockey team from Connecticut. Do you remember the Whalers, what their mascot was? No. It's a whale. With the tail. That should not surprise me. They actually still sell a lot of their merchandise. I, I remember the cap, capitals and the caps. <laughs> okay, they're still a hockey team. They are. So I went to UConn. They're also where I grew up. So <laughs> yeah, very good. There was not ice hockey where I grew up. Oh, so you had to be a Caps fan? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, they won the, they won the, the Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup last that. year. <laughs> I'd have had to have been hiding under a rock not to know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't see any of the uh, Alexander Ovechkin drinking you know, multiple multiple times out of the cup and having right. a long extended bender after winning the title? 
I sort of really get disturbed by the concept that they all drink out of this cup that, you know, then travels the world. And, yeah. <laughs> hey, they have plenty of off-season to, to make up for uh, being sick at all. But, uh, yeah, anyways, I went to UConn, and they had the Whalers there, uh, Connecticut, before I got there. And so the basketball team would go play in the old stadium where the hockey team was, and it'd just be empty all the time. It, was, it, it looked like a place that wasn't meant for hockey, which it wasn't. Anyway, I know we sidetracked here. Uh, we're supposed to be talking about a swimming. Bit of a tangent. Let's yeah, bring us to that. supposed to be swimming, not, not hockey. But... Um, Sean Devlin from Wayland helped the Warriors win a Division II state championship. He's just a, a monster in the pool. Uh, we did a special thing with him called the Players' Perspective and uh, did a cool photo shoot with him uh, in the water. And he's just, he's this football player. He's like Goliath, but he just glides in the water. He's, he's unbelievable. He's now swimming at, at Georgetown. Um, and that was kind of our last uh, state championship. But uh, let's kind of get to the here and now if we possibly can. Yep. Let's. <laughs> Let's start with whale and swimming. Let's, right. You know, add with whale and swimming. swimming and go back to whale. Yeah, swimming. it's a good, yep. it's a good, uh, good uh, segue. Uh, and you know, I mentioned the goaltender from whaling before. Yes. Do you remember his name? Nick, I think, is somewhere in my notes. Yep, yep. All right. So Nick Smith, and he was a standout swimmer as well. And we'll be looking for the Warriors, and we'll kind of fill the goggles, if you will, of Devlin in the pool. Uh, for the Warriors, I expect kind of a top three finish for Wayland again this year at, at Division Two States. They had to replace Devlin and this kid named Asa Greenway. But um, finishing as Division One state runner-ups the past two years, the Franklin basketball team is once again back in the fold, uh, and I expect them to be kind of fully reloaded. They have two really star players that I know about in Chris Edgehill and Jalen Samuels. Uh, they will lead the Panthers in their quest to kind of make it like a third times a charm kind of thing. That's a, you know another little yeah. you know thing we can use in a newspaper. You know, puns. We're always looking for puns. We are always looking for puns. And, you know, some kind of, you know, way to relate it back to pulp culture. But um, I expect a lot of big things for Franklin boys. I also expect a lot of big things for the Franklin girls basketball team. Um, they won 15 games last year, and they were young. So junior Allie Brigham is back. Um, Brigham's is a great ice cream, by the way, if you never had it. Oh, I had it. Okay. Growing up, my, grandpa, we, my grandfather would bring me to Brigham's. Okay, that's the best. So I, I requested <laughs> I had a, kind of a Friendsgiving on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, and they're all from... I used to work for Whiteman's. So they're all from Buffalo, Rochester, New York. So they don't know anything about Brigham's. And my one request, they asked me, what do you want? I say, get vanilla Brigham's ice cream and uh, apple pie because I love that. Yep. You know, that's my favorite kind Absolutely. of dessert. So anytime you want to bring in some hot apple pie and some Brigham's ice cream to the office, office. I'll probably be pretty happy. Okay. Just put that in your notes. Um, of but, which, you said they won 15 games. How many do they play? <laughs> <laughs> they play 20 in the regular season. That's... So that's and a then, real, I mean that's a really strong and solid record. Right, right they're there. fifteen and five, and especially for a young team with two sophomores leading the way. They'll not be juniors. Like I said, it's Allie Brigham ice cream, and then it's classmate uh, Bo Bondis, and I hope I get that right. Uh, they're both tall. They're really good inside the paint, but I think they can shoot. And they're and then John Layton, who's the head coach, is always an entertaining interview and person to kind of talk about the team with. So I expect a lot out of the Franklin boys and girls basketball. Another girls basketball team that kind of intrigues me that's kind of out of left field is it's Hudson. Uh, they have a young coach. I'm sorry if I say this name wrong. I tend to do this uh, often here on the podcast, but um, it's Kiara Bubin, and she is an up-and-coming young kind of coach, and she's up-and-coming young players in Alex Sousa and uh, Laura Carney. Uh, that will kind of lead the Hawks this season. So I'm interested really to see what goes on. Hudson Sports has kind of been on a downturn for you know for all seasons a little bit. The boys soccer team did well this year, but the football team didn't do well. Um, so I'm looking for Hudson to kind of step up a little bit in basketball for girls and boys. Um, moving over to the ice, mm-hmm. already mentioned Wellesley. We did. Won't mention them again. Already mentioned the, the Whalers. They're not well, in oh, our... Well, do, we don't from, cover the Whalers. So. I was going to say, from what you said, you talked about last year's girls, Wellesley's girls. Are they looking as strong this year? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, anytime you can um, 
return a goaltender in net in high school. It's a big thing. So they had a sophomore goaltender last year, Liddy Scholes, who I kind of mentioned. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. back as a junior, um, and I expect her to kind of up her game even more to help the Raiders make up for the losses on offense. Um, on the boys' side, we have a senior in Jackson Hornig who will be a force for the Ashland boys' soc- um, soccer he was, a, he was an Ashland football quarterback, but he didn't play soccer. He's going to be really good on the ice for the Clockers this year. And like I said about the returning goaltenders, Algonquin has a kid in Matt uh, Bogdansky, and I, I think I got the last name right. He was a Daily News All-Star last year. And he's going to, anytime you return a goalie it's a good for sign. any sport, for soccer, for hockey, for anything, um, is a good sign for these sports. So I expect Algonquin to make another deep uh, push in the playoffs. And that's pretty much what I got for, for the winter uh, kind of preview and the fall recap and even recap last year so do you agree with my assessments of course i do (laughs) i'd be pretty foolish not to at this point you've really learned you've really learned in the past two years how to hey i can do i can do i can handle a conversation about nothing i I know knowing nothing about what i'm talking about (laughs) that's how i became a reporter yeah welcome to the news world exactly so all right I am going to take us out now, and we will. But before I do that, I'm going to make a plug to make sure if you haven't read the story that Tommy wrote on Connor Walker, out a Marlboro resident who broke and damaged his spine. It wasn't. It wasn't actually broken, but really did some damage to his spine. We have a piece on our website, and it will be linked in these no- the notes in the podcast um it's a really good read he i mean connor and his parents really opened up to us really opened up to tommy and to ruby about how it is what it's like to recover from a spinal cord injury and what it's like to think about whether you think about even going back to soccer or go to going back to even going back to school and it was a really good um good piece and i know um tommy did a lot of work on it and uh, so did ruby uh, but it was a really, it's a really emotional piece. And so if you missed it over the Thanksgiving holiday, I'm going to give it another push. I appreciate the plug. And, and thanks for the Walker family for, for like you said, being, being open about Connor's uh, injury and his recovery. Yep. Um, you can follow Tommy on Twitter at TommyCastle44. You can also follow the Daily News Sports Department on Twitter and Instagram at Metro West Sports. You can subscribe to the Castle's Corner podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you subscribe to podcast, while also checking in every Wednesday for a new podcast. Thanks again for joining us here on Castle's Corner podcast. Until next time, I'm Caitlin Kelleher. And I'm Tommy Castle. Thanks for checking in. <laughs>